Hey there, welcome to OPG's Tips and Tricks. Here I'm gonna share some quick tips and some tricks that I think you'll find very useful. Let's get right to it. Hey, OPGers, hope you are doing well out there. It's been a hot summer, and uh, I'm not sure when you'll listen to this, but if you were shooting summer 2023, it was a hot one. And uh, feeling for you guys out there as, uh, you know, just keeps getting hotter in this world. But I hope that you're doing well. And as you're listening to this, uh, you guys are doing well out there. Okay. Today's podcast is about headshots and specifically great headshots, captivating headshots for your OPG portfolios. So this is specific to uh, headshots that will attract clients and hopefully have uh, give you um, great booking success when you're booking weddings with us. Everything that I'm going to tell you applies to your own uh, your own website headshots, your LinkedIn profile headshots, uh, any kind of headshot that you shoot for somebody else doesn't really matter. This is about how to capture how to capture a great headshot that's going to help you get great bookings and uh, lots of bookings in that in that uh, in that sense for that matter. So, all right. So let's let's break it down into a couple of different segments. Uh, first of all, uh, the first impression. That is what a headshot is. The headshot is the first impression. It is it is uh, uh, that reaction that somebody looks at a picture, just like your own wedding photography pictures or any pictures that you take. That first that that moment, that moment, that moment. It's what they think immediately when they see you. It is a preconceived. Uh, it's, it's 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 an emotion that comes out immediately as soon as they see your headshot, and you have control over this. So it's your first impression, and uh, you know we work in a in a visual industry, and your headshot is a virtual handshake. And that's the best way to describe it. It is you when that picture comes up on the screen. It's you reaching your hands out and saying, hi, this is who I am. And it's that initial interaction that can spark, spark further curiosity on the client or immediately move on and say, this is not it. And they scroll through your portfolio. And that's the first thing that they saw was your picture and who you are. And it's going to speak volumes for your professionalism, your personality, and your style. Okay. Um, so you could have a great portfolio and a not so great, uh, headshot and you're immediately setting yourself up for failure. Okay. Number two, uh, you want to craft authenticity and approachability. So same thing with that headshot. Uh, that authenticity that comes out in the photo. If you try and create something that doesn't look real, uh, nobody's going to want to shake your hand. And uh, you want to make that, and, and the best way to come off authentic is just to have a nice, big smile. I can't stress that enough. As artists, sometimes we want to come off as as uh, elusive or arty or, um, gosh, what are some other words I'm looking for? Mysterious is the word I'm looking for. Uh, sometimes you put a camera in front of your face. Or you put a lens in front of your eye or something like that. And, uh, you're, you're relying on kitschy things. You're relying on stereotype. You're relying on things that 
uh, is not what you're looking for, which is being drawn to a friendly face with a nice smile on it. And uh, it should reflect who you are, of course. If you don't smile, well, then you need to find a way to look approachable <laughs> in that. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's just really important to have that smile. If you don't like the way your teeth look, let's say, let's just be honest. We don't all love our teeth. Don't show your teeth, but you can still smile. There's a, there's a way to smile, and your, what happens to your eyes when you smile is what draws people in. <clears throat> all right, moving on. So striking a professional pose. Uh, authenticity is vital, of course, and maintaining a professional appearance is essential. Dressing in a way that aligns with who you are and your style, if you can say that that matches as well, shows your potential clients that you're serious about your craft and a polished look, let, let's face it, instills confidence and sets a tone for a successful collaboration. So, you know, potential brides and grooms or couples are looking for an approachable face, somebody that uh, they want to shake their, you'd shake your hand. Um, but also think about the fact that they're thinking to themselves, is this person going to wear shorts at my wedding? Flip-flops. Are they going to wear something that's embarrassing to me as the host of this event? So showing them immediately that, hey, yeah, I can put a tie on. I can button my shirt. I can iron my shirt. I can wear a nice dress. I can do my hair. Uh, all of those things say to that person, I'm a professional. You don't have to worry about me. I'm going to blend into the background and I will be somebody that you'd want to have as a guest at your event. And you can say that with the clothing that you wear. Okay. Moving on to the next part. Uh, again, your eyes play a crucial role. You should know this as photographers. Uh, cliche, windows to the soul. Your eyes are a window to the soul. Um, again, make sure that uh, your headshot has a clear focus on your eyes, well lit, and that helps to build trust. Remember, you're not just capturing an image, you're capturing a moment and a connection. So that goes back to, again, don't put a camera in front of your face. I'm just not a fan of that. If that's what you want to do, go for it. I think it's kind of kitschy and uh, it's not my favorite thing in the world. Sometimes people use a lens or a piece of equipment. Hold the camera in your hands. I'm okay with that. Uh, but don't put it in front of your eyes because that eye is what's making the connection with the potential person. This goes for you when you're shooting headshots of some, somebody else as well. Uh, obviously, it should be uh, framed and, and the composition should be pleasing. Uh, position yourself maybe a little off center. Uh, anything that makes it uh, visually creative. But here's a key. Don't make it too creative. Don't go crazy. Again, what we're looking for is your headshot. We're looking for a shot of your face. Uh, it could be half body, could be full body. I prefer to be a little bit closer. And, you know, if you're not comfortable with your body type or the way you look at this moment, get a little closer, crop it a little tighter. I'm, I've, I've done it. You could do it. You know the tricks too. You can get up a little higher, stretch out your face a little bit. All of those tricks help make it a, a, a great hot shot. But the bottom line is, is that um, people just want to see a friendly face and that's what you're looking for. Again, well lit, uh, you know, not too much dramatic lighting or anything like that. Natural light usually works really well. If you're good with off-camera lighting or studio lighting, make sure it's nice, soft light that is, is super pleasing to you. 
And again, if you could find something that expresses your style and personality, for me, it was bow ties. It still is. I always put on a, a bow tie and I'll share my story with bow ties real quick. I actually wore a bow tie uh, for the first time when I was going to my, I was meeting some college friends of hers, we're getting married. We were early 20s. I had grunge kid. I wore long, I had long hair and a goatee. And Liz's uh, friends, my wife's friends from college were, were pretty clean cut Notre Dame kids. And uh, I was not that person. <laughs> and uh, the bride said to uh, my wife, not, uh, not at the time, my girlfriend said, he's going to clean up a little bit for the wedding, right? She was worried about me at the wedding as a guest. Uh, was I going to cut my hair? Was I going to cut the goatee? Like a goatee was like, it was an expression. It was me. It was who I am. So as a protest, I went and bought a khaki suit and a boat and a bright yellow bow tie. And I, I looked sharp. I had never worn anything like that before. And everybody loved it. Everybody loved the bow tie. And then after that, I wore it to a wedding. The bride and groom and the friends at the, and their friends absolutely loved it. And that became my brand. Uh, and, uh, you know, who doesn't, you know, a bow tie is a very distinctive thing, uh, that expresses most of the time is a very friendly, smart, uh, person uh, that you want to approach. And it wor- has worked very well for me over the years. So dudes out there, you want to try a bow tie, go for it. I guarantee you're going to love it. Learn how to tie a real bow tie. Real men don't wear clip-ons. Uh, and and uh, you'll also learn how to do it. And there will be a wedding that you'll be a hero where you can tie all the groom's bow ties because they show up to the wedding and learn how to tie the bow tie. All right? So expressing your style and personality is paramount. Uh, find something that it's just a subtle detail. The bow tie is not subtle, but it works. Uh, and also doesn't get caught in your camera equipment if you ever wore a tie. <laughs> uh, looking straight into the camera is really important. Engaging eye contact. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, passion, personality. And uh, don't be afraid. Shoot one headshot. See how it works for you. See what people's reactions are to it. See if it results in more bookings for you. Don't be afraid to shoot again. I, I, I'm always amazed at how many people use a headshot from 10 years ago. Dudes, if you're in your 50s or gals, if you're, if you're 30s, 40s, 50s, you got to put a new headshot up there every couple of years. It's really important. Myself included, every couple of years, I get a new headshot. And yes, there's more wrinkles, but it's, it's who you are. And you got to own that. Uh, and I think it's it's kind of deception when you use an old headshot. Uh, and it doesn't do you any good, too, because they can tell it's an old headshot. The processing's different. The colors are different. And uh, it's just the way it is. So um, find a friend. Shoot it at a wedding. Decide to dress up that day. Get there half an hour early while you're still clean looking and not sweaty. And shoot a, head, shoot a new headshot. Go home. Retouch it. And throw it up there. See if it results in more bookings. But... Um, you know, there, there you have it. And, uh, it's not complicated. It's hard. It's a good practice to be in front of the camera. So if you can find a friend to do a session with you or pay someone even better, that's my, what I like to do. Pay someone to do it for you. And, uh, it's good to be in front of the camera. It helps. It helps you. Uh, it's a, it's a great practice to go through. So I hope that helps. Uh, and, uh, just go out there and do it. And if you don't like it, Shoot another one. <laughs> we don't run out of film anymore. We got plenty of CF cards and SD cards to fill up our cameras. 
uh, go shoot and learn from the experience. Figure out what you want uh, to, to to be your best headshot. So, uh, if you're listening to this episode and and you've you've uh, got a headshot that you really love, or you want me to look at your headshot, just shoot me an email. Uh, Jay Group with two P's at OrionPhotoGroup.com. I'd be happy to look at your headshot. I'd be happy to discuss it with you, and uh, I'm here to help. So I uh, hope this helps you uh, get your next headshot going. And uh, good luck out there, and hopefully you get more bookings as a result. Take care, everyone. Hey, do you have a tip or trick you want to share with us? Please email me, jgroup at orionphotogroup.com. I would love to hear your tips or tricks, and we'll even send you a nice little reward for doing so. Until then, thank you.